Part two of All These Things Added by James Allen. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Andrea Fiore. Part two The Heavenly Life Greatness and Goodness. Goodness, simplicity, greatness, these three are one, and this trinity of perfection cannot be separated. All greatness springs from goodness and all goodness is profoundly simple without goodness there is no greatness some men pass through the world as destructive forces like the tornado or the avalanche but these are not great they are to greatness as the avalanche is to the mountain the work of greatness is enduring and preservative and not violent and destructive the greatest souls are the most gentle greatness is never obtrusive it works in silence seeking no recognition this is why it is not easily perceived and recognized like the mountain it towers up in its vastness so that those in its immediate vicinity who receive its shelter and shade do not see it its sublime grandeur is only beheld as they recede from it the great man is not seen by his contemporaries the majesty of his form is only outlined by its recession in time this is the awe and enchantment of distance men occupy themselves with the small things their houses trees lands few contemplate the mountain at whose base they live and fewer still explore it but in the distance these small things disappear and then the solitary beauty of the mountain is perceived popularity noisy obtrusiveness and shallow show these superficialities rapidly disappear and leave behind no enduring mark whereas greatness slowly emerges from obscurity and endures forever jewish rabbi and rabble alike saw not the divine beauty of jesus they saw only an unlettered carpenter to his acquaintances homer was only a blind beggar but the centuries reveal him as homer the immortal poet two hundred years after the farmer of stratford and all that is known of him has disappeared the real shakespeare is discerned all true genius is impersonal it belongs not to the man through whom it is manifested it belongs to all it is a diffusion of pure truth the light of heaven descending on all mankind every work of genius in whatsoever department of art is a symbolic manifestation of impersonal truth it is universal and finds a response in every heart in every age and race anything short of this is not genius is not greatness that work which defends a religion perishes it is religion that lives theories about immortality fade away immortal man endures commentaries upon truth come to dust truth alone remains that only is true in art which represents the true that only is great in life which is universally and eternally true and the true is the good and the good is the true every immortal work springs from the eternal goodness in the human heart and is clothed with the sweet and unaffected simplicity of goodness the greatest art is like nature artless 
it knows no trick no pose no studied effort there are no stage tricks in shakespeare and he is the greatest of dramatists because he is the simplest the critics not understanding the wise simplicity of greatness always condemn the loftiest work they cannot discriminate between the childish and the childlike the true the beautiful the great is always childlike and it is perennially fresh and young the great man is always the good man he is always simple he draws from nay lives in the inexhaustible fountain of divine goodness within he inhabits the heavenly places communes with the vanquished great ones lives with the invisible he is inspired and breathes the airs of heaven he who would be great let him learn to be good he will therefore become great by not seeking greatness aiming at greatness a man arrives at nothingness aiming at nothingness he arrives at greatness the desire to be great is an indication of littleness of personal vanity and obtrusiveness the willingness to disappear from gaze the utter absence of self-aggrandizement is the witness of greatness littleness seeks and loves authority greatness is never authoritative and it thereby becomes the authority to which the after ages appeal he who seeks loses he who is willing to lose wins all men be thy simple self thy better self thy impersonal self and lo thou art great he who selfishly seeks authority shall succeed only in becoming a trembling apologist courting protection behind the back of acknowledged greatness he who will become the servant of all men desiring no personal authority shall live as a man and shall be called great abide in the simple and noble regions of thy life obey thy heart and thou shalt reproduce the foreworld again forget thine own little self and fall back upon the universal self and thou shalt reproduce in living and enduring forms a thousand beautiful experiences thou shalt find within thyself that simple goodness which is greatness it is as easy to be great as to be small says emerson and he utters a profound truth forgetfulness of self is the whole of greatness as it is the whole of goodness and happiness in a fleeting moment of self-forgetfulness the smallest soul becomes great extend that moment indefinitely and there is a great soul a great life cast away thy personality thy petty cravings vanities and ambitions as a worthless garment and dwell in the loving compassionate selfless regions of thy soul and thou art no longer small thou art great claiming personal authority a man descends into littleness practicing goodness a man ascends into greatness the presumptuousness of the small may for a time obscure the humility of the great but it is at last swallowed up by it as the noisy river is lost in the calm ocean the vulgarity of ignorance and the pride of learning must disappear their worthlessness is equal they have no part in the soul of goodness if thou wouldest do thou must be 
thou shalt not mistake an information for knowledge thou must know thyself as pure knowledge thou shalt not confuse learning with wisdom thou must apprehend thyself as undefiled wisdom wouldst thou write a living book thou must first live thou shalt draw around thee the mystic garment of a manifold experience and shalt learn in enjoyment and suffering gladness and sorrow conquest and defeat that which no book and no teacher can teach thee thou shalt learn of life of thy soul thou shalt tread the lonely road and thou shalt become thou shalt be thou shalt then write thy book and it shall live it shall be more than a book let thy book first live in thee then shalt thou live in thy book wouldst thou carve a statue that shall captivate the ages or paint a picture that shall endure thou shalt acquaint thyself with the divine beauty within thee thou shalt comprehend and adore the invisible beauty thou shalt know the principles which are the soul of form thou shalt perceive the matchless symmetry and faultless proportions of life of being of the universe thus knowing the eternally true thou shalt carve or paint the indescribably beautiful wouldst thou produce an imperishable poem thou shalt first live thy poem thou shalt think and act rhythmically thou shalt find the never-failing source of inspiration in the loving places of thy heart then shall immortal lines flow from thee without effort and as the flowers of wood and field spontaneously spring so shall beautiful thoughts grow up in thine heart and enshrined in words as moulds to their beauty shall subdue the hearts of men wouldst thou compose such music as shall gladden and uplift the world thou shalt adjust thy soul to the heavenly harmonies thou shalt know that thyself that life and the universe is music thou shalt touch the chords of life thou shalt know that music is everywhere that it is the heart of being then shalt thou hear with thy spiritual ear the deathless symphonies wouldst thou preach the living word thou shalt forego thyself and become that word thou shalt know one thing that the human heart is good is divine thou shalt live on one thing love thou shalt love all seeing no evil thinking no evil believing no evil then though thou speak but little thy every act shall be a power thy every word a precept by thy pure thought thy selfless deed though it appear hidden thou shalt preach down the ages to untold multitudes of aspiring souls to him who chooses goodness sacrificing all is given that which is more than and includes all he becomes the possessor of the best communes with the highest and enters the company of the great the greatness that is flawless rounded and complete is above and beyond all art it is perfect goodness and manifestation therefore the greatest souls are always teachers end of part two the heavenly life greatness and goodness recording by andrea fiori